I consider myself an even-tempered man. Takes a lot to get under my skin. But congratulations, you just won this solid gold episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions. Scanning for Atlantis, the Lost Empire, 2001. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your exo and mine, Paul, the master Atlantean interrupter powers. Hey, let's go find Atlantis. Sure, let's, let's do it right now. Yeah. Uh, also, for this uh, this journey to Atlantis uh, and discussion of the film Atlantis: The Lost Empire, we welcome back aboard ship's entertainer Daryl Hafner. Hey, Daryl. How's it going, Francisco? How's it going, Paul? Hey. Going quite well. So far, so good. Indeed. Uh, and we were going to have a, a second guest, uh, but our thoughts and prayers are with him. He's. Uh, I think he got out of the eye of uh, Hurricane Ian, because that was happening when we record this, back in 2022. I know you're probably listening to this way in the future, in 20XX, but we did record 20XX? This. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully he's doing well. Uh, now that you have a quick flyby of, our, of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the projection specs for Atlantis, The Lost Empire? Oh, not Milo Returns. No. Oh, The Lost Empire. Okay. Sure. The, the Lost Empire was, was released June 22nd, 1984. <laughs> and runs an hour and 23 Dead. minutes. It runs and is rated R. It was written and directed by Jim Wynorski. Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Oh. Atlantis colon, the Lost Empire. Dang it. Hold the on. The colon, the grammar symbol. Not like someone's colon. Oh, that's it. I Thank you. I would have watched the wrong movie again. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Atlantis, colon, space, The Lost Empire, was released June 15th, 2001, and runs an hour and 35 minutes. This is the movie, not the video game, right? Yes, the movie. Okay, good. It better be. I haven't played no game. (laughs) (laughs) It's rated PG and is directed by Gary Trousdale and Kirk Wise. It was written by Tab Murphy, Kirk Wise, and Gary Trousdale. They Hmm. like to get their names in there. And with lead stars being Michael J. Fox, Jim Varney, and Corey Burton. And music was composed by James Newton Howard. Are you ready for the box office trivia? I'm ready. Daryl, are you? Absolutely. And everyone oh. live here, you're welcome to join us in as well. Go ahead, Paul. Okay. Atlantis The Lost Empire was made for about $90 million. Wow. Oh, okay. And it earned over $180 million at the box office. So given this fact, how high do you, in the box office do you think it ranks among the movies released theatrically in 2001? We'll go for the top 50. Top 50. Okay, Daryl, what is your guess? 28. 28. My guess is going to be... Uh, I'm going to... I was going to double that, but that would be 56. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with uh, 48. 48. Okay. For me, in chat, we have 45 from Ashley. Why are your prices riding me, Ashley? Uh, 25 from Dale. 50 from Stacy. 
Uh, Paul, what, where did it end up in actuality? According to the numbers.com, it came in at 23. So Dale, 23. congratulations, wow. Dale. Good job, Dale. And Daryl was second closest with uh, 28, but good job. Wow, that's awesome. Good job, Atlantis. And you know what? Maybe there's a reason that it did so well. Uh, maybe it even has to do with uh, some likes and dislikes. But we'll get into those later. I want to say thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, discussion, which we will get into once Alice is located, our target film. Did you say dissection? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out later in the edit. Alert, alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. January 29th, the journey begins. Make us proud, boys! The mystery unfolds. This is real. And the legend comes to life. Welcome to Atlantis. Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Own it on Disney DVD and video this Tuesday. I don't really remember clamshell DVDs, but what things did we remember about Atlantis the Lost Empire? Let's find out in our memory mind meld, memory mind meld synopsis. <laughs> the suction. <Suxin. laughs> <laughs> McFly is an animated archaeologist named Milo who studies the ancient and lost civilization of Atlantis and gets a rich uh, packer. Packer? A rich packer who believes everything he's doing. Stuart Little and Ragtag Crew journey to Atlantis and find them having amazing technology and a secret power source that keeps their city alive. A mole on Alex P. Kane's ship steals something from Atlantis and it implodes. Yeah, that was the end. Three ways from Sunday wrong, so we were definitely decepted. Based on those memories, as flawed as they were, uh, what rain did they lead you to predict for the film before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? I'm curious, everyone live here in chat, what did you guys say too? But uh, Daryl, what was your uh, prediction for Atlantis? My prediction was nostalgic. Nostalgic? Uh, Paul, how about you? I saw this in the theater and enjoyed it, but I haven't seen it since. So mm -hmm. I have not really much of a desire to see it. So I predicted nostalgic. Nostalgic. I saw this in theater too, but not since. And I didn't like it. So I predicted yeah. tragic. <laughs> that makes sense. Who would have thunk it? Uh, well, hey, hey, this was before my Disney hate. Hating times. <laughs> this is where it began. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe. The seeds were being watered at oh, this point. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Then live here, Ashley uh, predicted nostalgic. Dale nostalgic. Detunxton, uh spin me right round. That's not a rating, Detunxton. Uh, and but okay, and that's what we have from live in chat. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into the things we liked most about Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Let's spin up our best three. All right, guys, let's start with Daryl. What is one thing you really liked about Atlantis: The Lost Empire? Uh, I'd say I'll call them the main crew, just all their personalities and everything, and mm -hmm. just. You could tell the, I'll say the voice actors like had a lot of fun just doing the yes. characters and everything. Yeah, and just, yeah. I, I love the each individual personality and not the fact that it's like the mechanic was the lady, the doctor was like this big, huge buff guy. So like yeah, they did, yeah, they didn't hit all the stereotypes. They like tried to mm -hmm. like 
change it up a bit. Yeah, and, and Milo wasn't at all a nerdy archaeologist. No way. Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> he was about the one stigma that you got. But yeah, yeah. But so. that's awesome. You know what? I'm totally gonna be talking about the crew later. Um, but I'm not. I'm gonna mum's the word right now. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Paul next. Did you like the crew, or is it sir, some yeah. other element you enjoyed? I enjoyed the ragtag dirty dozen bunch there. Uh, but something else I I found that I enjoyed surprising was the music and the score. That ah, a lot Howard. of the like dramatic moments was really emphasized, and I think it raised mm-hmm. the level up a quality with the score. I thought it really added to the movie. Awesome. I and totally fine if you want to want to wait save this for later, but I'm curious, did you feel like there was something anything missing there not being a vocal songs that was just score? No, but what I did find missing was a memorable theme. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good point. I mean, a good job of um, James and Howard. Yeah, James, but you forgot like the essential hook. <laughs> exactly something that keeps coming back for more but i i thought the music really amplified this uh movie in a good way very cool very cool something for me that really amplified this movie in a in a, in a good way were the the really beautiful backdrops like all the backgrounds yes. in this were very vibrant and and uh detailed uh so i really found those to be really masterpieces i feel like you could take any of those. And this was honestly similar to um, the road to El Dorado. I feel like you could take yeah. so many of those background. Uh, I guess, is it, are they considered matte paintings when it's an animated movie? Um, it can but, be. It depends on the um, the material used. Okay. Well, the, the background shots were just You could say very, the background. The backgrounds, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I really appreciate the, the attention to detail put into those. Uh, yeah. Hafner, what really caught your attention? in this viewing of Atlantis. Um, I think something that was fun was, uh, just Mr. Whitmore. Uh, Frazier's dad. Is that? Who yes. That was? yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I, I think I might actually put Packer in there by mistake. It was meant to be oh, back. the back. The backer. Oh, that the makes backer. so much more sense. <laughs> okay. Voiced by John Mahoney. Yes, yeah. Yes, just yes. like his whole personality, but it's just like, I'm doing this because I'm honoring your grandfather. And then even at the end where it's like, it's very clear. They found something. He's just going along with it. Like, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys didn't get anything, but just like he realizes it's better off if it's kept a secret. Stays a secret. Absolutely. Yeah. That whole character, while a small part, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, A character for me that really, that, I wouldn't say resonated with me, but I really appreciated was James Gardner as Rourke, the the main villain. Really? I really, I, I thought he was um, a good villain because he had clear motives. It wasn't like like he, he's just after profit. I get it. That's that's not hard to understand. But he wasn't maniacal about it. He's just like, oh, you're in my way. Well, you you have to die. But if you're not, if you're gonna, if you can, if you'll play ball here, I don't, have, I don't, I don't yeah. see anything yeah. to hurt you. What I thought this. Um his character was really well rounded and established and believable because yeah, during, yeah, yeah. even throughout most of the movie, he plays a good guy. Like, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. 
he he's very like okay everybody you know let's stay on mission let's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he wasn't like mean about it he was just yeah. very like you know all right yeah. calm down to stay focused let's you know he did very he was a very good leader yes 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 he just had poor motives but yeah definitely a good yeah. leader. yeah like you said, i think you just said he's felt well-rounded because of that and he wasn't just this one-dimensional or two-dimensional villain he had yeah. some some weight to him uh so that's something else i liked paul what was uh was there a character you seem to gravitate to like you know, daryl or something else really uh interesting for you about this film yeah what was interesting to me was not only the background designs but just like the electric blue patterns throughout it all yeah, i think really yes. enhanced yeah. those designs as yes. well so the yeah. imagery not only the backgrounds but even like the characters had some of the designs on their bodies and faces yeah yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah yeah the tattoos or whatever yeah i was gonna ask you guys suppose those were set tattoos or face but i guess for kita she had the same markings from childhood to adulthood so i imagine yeah, they were i tattoos. assume it's tattoos because milo gets some at the end too oh like, yeah he right. on his arm or whatever yes. it was so. yes 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 and I according to the behind the scenes, they referred to them as tattoos. So I don't know okay. if they established that or they meant to say that, but that's what they called them. So, yeah, we can Got call it. them that, too. Okay, cool. Very, very cool, guys. Well, then that just leaves our classic makers, the things we loved most about Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Um, I'm going to just kick mine off because I feel like it's not that big of a deal. But it actually, I, th- I think it really impacts, uh, brings a lot of weight to the movie. But uh, we haven't really talked about Milo at all. His the facial animations that the animators did for Michael J. Fox's character of Milo mm-hmm. were just superb. There was just so much emotion in so many frames, especially when he's getting heated. Oh my god! I could. It's almost like I was watching an actual live person. I felt like it was that good at how they modeled his frustration, his joy, all all those elements. I thought it was really well done. So that was my classic maker was the animation of Milo's face. So face. <laughs> uh, Daryl, I'm curious, what did you love the most about Atlantis? Uh, I'd say probably just the comedy and the the like the one liners. Just like one, I think somebody had in the the what do you guys remember that Paul does? Huh? Just like. Hey, look, I made a bridge and it just like the cheesy one liners and stuff like that. Just the they they added yeah. a good amount of comedy like uh-huh. they didn't overdo it. But it's yeah, just like, yeah, like when what is it? Kita's getting ready to jump in the water. She's like, uh, uh, uh pretty girl. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just just little things like that, where it's just like I would believe that that would actually come that makes sense. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, a part that I got a chuckle of was when, uh, sweets, the doctor is examining Milo for the first time. And he's just like, boom, 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 boom. I just, I thought that was really, that was fun. That was fun. There's, there's another element that made me chuckle by having, I'm struggling to remember exactly what it was, but yeah, there are definitely comedic moments in this. And I don't know if they're necessarily more or less than other Disney films, but I feel like, you, you certainly need something like that if you're going to forego like uh, singing uh, songs that are sung. And they um, didn't have it. Didn't all come from one person? Like they didn't have yeah. like the, the funny guy. 
Right. Yeah. Yes. Although Mrs. Packard, the old lady, voiced oh, yeah. by Florence Stanley. Oh yeah. They, she Hold had on, Marge. She had several one-liners that I had to go, wait, let me rewind that and re-listen to what she said. She had some good ones that you have to like break it down. Okay, that's... (laughs) Did I was totally getting a Mirage vibe from Monsters, Inc. from her. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah. Are they the same actress by any chance or or am I completely... uh, Is it just just coincidence? It's coincidence. Coincidence, okay. Sorry, I'm looking that up right now. That's, no, that's why I'm fine. like, eh. uh, but well, she did play in a goofy up, movie. Give us your classic maker. <laughs> Do double double duty here. All right. Um, I think she would have something to say about that line. Anyway. Oh uh, my gosh. I really enjoyed, and I think we talked, I forget what movie we talked about this, but I really enjoyed the voice performance of Michael J. Fox. His yeah. enthusiasm that he yes. brought. It was it was good to hear him again. It's been a while. I know in the '90s he he did a lot of voices like yeah. uh, Stuart Little Stuart and Little, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it's just good to revisit and hear him. Like, oh, it's like, yeah. oh, I remember this. And it's yeah. And I'll tell you what, John Mahoney, who did the the backer, as you said, uh, mm-hmm. I loved what he brought to his character. Just his voice quality. I I wish that uh, there was more of him in yeah. this. Yeah. Because yeah. I really enjoyed the voice performance that he brought to this film. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the voices, we got voices, we got facial animations, we have humor. Awesome. There's so much. There, there are several things about this movie to, to like, apparently. Um, and you know what? Forgot one more thing I liked. I'm sorry, guys. It's like, it's without fail, I can't seem to remember. Every, every time. The Untold Podcast. The Untold Podcast is a speculative fiction podcast utilizing the genres of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, among others, in order to engage the culture's imagination from a Christian worldview. Every month, Nathan James Norman produces and narrates a new story presented in a unique and dynamic way. Check out The Untold Podcast at www.untoldpodcast.com to listen and leave them a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, I was zoning out because I don't see what that has to do with the Atlantis. The Atlantis, Boston. okay, so Plato's document, he sort of, apparently, you, it's okay, Paul, you don't know a lot, you don't, you don't know, you're not like a Atlantis aficionado like me. I just know Plato doesn't taste I, as, as good as it looks. I'm talking here. Okay. <laughs> Atlantis. Master Interrupter. Yes. Atlantis. Atlantis um, Plato's description of Atlantis uh, ends ha- like halfway through. Like if you go back and read his manuscript or whatever, apparently it ends halfway through and you don't get to finish how he talks about Atlantis. So the rest of the Atlantis he story it is went- untold. Oh. So that's why, that's the connection. There you go. Well, according to the movie, he said it disappeared overnight. So, yeah, but what, what more is there to tell? In the actual Atlantean manuscript, which I assume is right because they, it was mentioned in IMDb trivia. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That's a very loose tie-in. What are you talking about? It's, it's, it's perfectly tied in. What, you want, uh-huh. you want something more tied in, like trivia or something? Yeah, let's talk more about trivia about this movie. Oh, well, okay, I guess I could do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe. Did you all realize that early in the uh, submarine's journey uh, of that, they so all the crew gets on this big submarine that looks a lot like uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, at least that's the vibe I was getting. Yeah. So early on the in the submarine's journey, there's an order given. 
15 degree down angle on the bow planes come right 240. This is exactly the same order given in the Hunt for Ragtober from 1990 uh, by Captain Borodon as Ragtober is, begins navigating the Red Route 1. And I actually went back and looked. It is exactly the same. I, I went to a clip from Ragtober. It's the same one. I just so, thought all submarines said that. Speaking of all submarines, my question to you is, what is your favorite submarine movie? So we'll start with Paul. What is your favorite? Yellow Submarine. That's not a movie. That's a music video. Yes, it is. There's a movie called Yellow Submarines, animated by the Beatles. Yes. Oh. But that's not my favorite. Oh, okay. Now, now what is the question? My favorite? Yeah, just your favorite submarine movie. Because some of my go-tos are 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, if you count that. Or yeah. Hunt for Red October, yeah. uh, a classic that we read. But if I had to pick one, it would honestly be Down Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Down, that is by far, no way, a better movie than any of the movies that I just named. But that is probably, like, if I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch one, I'm going to enjoy oh, that one. <laughs> you know, I can't disagree. I can't disagree. <laughs> Sideshow Bob at his at his peak, for sure. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is is no, no, John Mahoney isn't in that. I'd be like, that'd be too weird if Frazier's dad was also in uh, no. that, but it's someone no. else. Yeah. Um, Daryl, what is your favorite submarine movie? So I'm trying to think. I remember Hunt for Red October a little bit. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. Was Denzel Washington? I know he's done a few war ones. Was he in a sub submarine one where he's like fighting over? Yes, like... Crimson Tide, which is okay. my personal favorite. Crimson Tide. Right. Oh, I'm, cool. re- I'm remembering parts from a few different ones. Uh, okay. Uh, so, if you put them like, all together, it's a pretty cool movie. Absolutely. Oh so so we'll take Sean Connery and put him on the ship with Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, that sounds amazing. Yeah, actually, <laughs> that, Crimson in October. It's perfect. Yeah, yes. Exactly, yeah. So I don't know New if I've ever actually Dawson. sat and watched either of them just sat down and oh, watched really? them. Okay. But just like I've caught, I've seen them on TV and stuff like that. So huh? Awesome. Well, live here in chat, uh, Dale says, Hunt for October. Detunk says, Yellow Submarine is a movie. Okay, thank you, Detunkson. Uh, Critic, welcome, Critic, says, Life Aquatic uh, with uh, Steve Zazu. Is that that what that's, that's called? A, that's an ensemble cast with... Um, Bill Murray, I know, but... Yeah. Yeah, but I think there is a submarine in there. Uh, Bob yes, says, with Steve Zazu, you're right, Yeah, is the full... Uh, Bob says, Yellow Submarine. Detunk says, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, and then I think that is, uh, Jail says Operation Petticoat. Yeah. Is a that's close a second. I haven't, I haven't ever seen that. Thank <laughs> you everyone live in chat for your answers. Great trivia, Francisco. Thank now you, that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders had about Lant- Atlantis, the lost empire. All right. Drew Dodgen says, you have to, dis- you have to stab the debt. Celeste Morris says, hey, look, I made a bridge. Sorry, it's more of a French. Oh, hey, look, I made a bridge. <laughs> uh, do you need me to take this one, Paul? Because I have sure, an accent, yes, Cajun accent. Hey, look, I made the bridge. Uh, not quite. I thought you meant you were going to take Wardell White's what he said. Oh, I'll do that. Okay. One of the last VHSs I ever bought, Michael J. Fox, a classic maker, James Garner, tragic maker. It felt like he was reading his lines other than performing. Really? Oh, okay. I didn't get that sense at all, but that's fair. Um, great effects. Great movie overall. 
Well, I can kind of see what he's saying. I mean, I enjoyed uh, James Garner. Um, he's a wonderful actor. I enjoy him in things, mm -hmm. but his voice is very like kind of clear and is like this, but the style of the character looked older and more gruff. I'm surprised mm -hmm. he didn't, and he didn't go for more of this, you know, uh, it looked more, rather yeah, than, Hey, I'm good. just James Garner. Here's my voice. So I can, I did, I did enjoy this one line. So we can get back to the comedy real quick about yeah. James Garner. Um, early on in the movie, he says some of, I forget, they're talking about movies, and he says, "I prefer westerns myself." And he was Maverick in yes. the West in the Western <laughs> Maverick, which is yes. Fun. Matthew Crosby um, says, "Never seen it myself." <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. <laughs> and then Dave Bobke says, "Never, never saw it." Oh, okay. But one of the characters looks like he's gonna steal my Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> Which character, though? Probably Moliere. Oh. If you look at him, he looks like a burglar. Like he's I gonna... could see that. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Thank you all for sharing uh, those your memories. Uh, and now let's let's see what we wish was stolen from this movie. That's about as best segue as I can come up with for our dislike section. Let's spin them up. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Three. All right, guys, let's get into the things we didn't like about Atlantis the Lost Empire. Paul, I'm going to kick it to you first. Ah, um, we talked about this before about the uh, the style of uh, 3D versus 2D. Yeah, I yeah. thought uh, it didn't. The combination didn't work for me, especially like in the, the vehicles. I thought was, was kind of weird. Yeah, it looks like they're not there really. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I think it like, works better than past movies are covered, but yeah, still, it's yeah. getting better. But what I thought, and this is just a personal uh, thing for me, I thought really what it, what worked really well is when the backgrounds were 3D, like moving, like they yes. did that aerial 360 okay. yes, shot. Yes, yes, yes. I thought that was cool. I know some people don't even like that, but I do. I, I thought mm -hmm. that was good. But yeah. a lot, especially at the beginning, like the opening scene with the flying things and the waves, yeah, yeah, it felt choppy. It felt like a directed video sequence, and I don't know if it's because they were still working with the technology with 3D and 2D. But I thought, am I putting on the sequel that's directed? I had to pop, I had yes, to stop it and because, make sure I wasn't watching the direct video because I felt the, the same way. It looked like paper almost cutouts, yeah, were coming toward me or something. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, quite, they didn't. They didn't. Um, merge them well uh composite them it's like the com composite compositing of the the 3d with the 2d just wasn't wasn't kind of for whatever yeah. reason yeah, yeah i didn't even realize that's what it was now that you're saying it oh. i really see it yeah I yeah thought it was an animation style but now that you're saying 2d and 3d mm. and I'm, thinking, I'm like okay yeah i do i do see what you're talking about there so. yeah, it, it, yeah it doesn't congeal well with the rest of the film is right so kind of yeah. takes you out a little yeah yeah uh, Daryl, what took you out of the film? Um, it, it was early on, and it almost sounds like Milo had been nagging at the the museum a while. But yeah. I kind of mm -hmm. thought it was kind of dirty the way they did him at the beginning. We're changing your meeting to 3.30. Right? <laughs> yeah. After it's already... Uh -huh. At 4 o'clock. And it's just like... So for them to basically not even hear him out... Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like based on some when he does find them, like maybe he's been on this thing forever and they're just tired of it. But it's like, mm -hmm. dude, just hear him out. I mean, maybe he's yes. actually got something 
to make it worth your while. Yeah, totally. Though I did get the sense that he'd been he'd been trying to propose things right. to them a lot of the same yeah. ilk, and it's like no. So, but yeah, yeah it's I, I get your point there. Just, um, that it's but it just say no, we're not going to have a meeting with you instead of like canceling yeah. on him like that. Yeah, yeah, can- yeah, canceling and not even canceling like the day before. It's like no, we're go- we're going to push it back to a time that's already happened and it's just. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they handled it, it's like, really, guys? No. Yeah. Just no. Ridiculous. Uh, Paul, what's something that was... Re- oh, actually, no. I'm going to go. I'm going to go next. Fine. Something that was ridiculous Steal for me. Oh my time. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. So, you know how I said the face of Milo is great? Yes. And this goes for all the characters, but Milo is the first one I saw it with. What is up with this choice to make... Tragonails. I hate tragonails. Stop it with the making the nails triangles. Oh, don't know. That's a me style so choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that style choice. I All guess right. I didn't even notice it. Uh, 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 uh. Here, let me, let me find a screenshot. It's, it's, it's like brick fingers, like squared yes, off rectangles, with... and then the triangle nails on all the oh, characters. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't so doubt you at annoying. all, but. I definitely did not look, I guess, close enough at their hands. Stylized. It was animated well, like it flowed and moved well. Yes, but... Okay, here's a great shot. Here's a great shot of them. This is in the cave, but let me bring this up. It's just like, I don't... And I'm not really sure why this bothers me as much as it does. It, It doesn't really make a lot of sense why it would. But oh, it just gets under my skin for whatever reason. Okay, here it it's is. Kind of like ever... the pieces of the nails are under your under their skin, so you can't maybe, see the maybe rest. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Or I, I actually, honestly, I think part of it is just it feels like it's lazy. Like we don't want to take yeah. the time to animate curves. We're just uh, gonna have. You can't blow that up because I can barely uh, see that. Let's see if I can. I, I can see what you're talking about there. There we go. Did that help? Oh, you, sorry. You, you down there, yeah, there it is, go. right there. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm so, yeah, sure I that's. You, I see what you're talking about. I didn't care enough to. Uh, I didn't notice it, so it didn't bug me. It almost looks like reverse claws to me. I think that's yeah. what's bothering me. Like, like they're not they're not claws because they're humans, but it looks like it's kind of like claws. Uh, yeah. So I think that's what's what my issue is. Anyway, I know that's again. It's a tiny thing. That's my first dislike. But yeah, I just, that bothered me that that was a constant <laughs> thing for all the characters. Um, let's go to uh, to Daryl again. What was something else you didn't like? Was it the uh, nails? No, no. Oh, I'll be honest. Okay. I didn't even notice the nails so much. But um, I don't know. I, I guess, especially in the latter half, just the, what was it? The captain's attitude. Like R- Rourke, the, the Rourke, bad guy, right? Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden I was blanking on his name. He's just like, Yours. as like one of the other likes I had, if people took some of my other ones, was like the crew's change in heart when they mm-hmm. realize this is actually going to affect people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like the one guy's like, Yeah, we've done some crap things in the past, but nobody got hurt, at least no and, one we knew about, exactly. <laughs> right. and, yeah. But the the captain's attitude, like, I don't care. I'll kill an entire civilization to make a few mm. bucks. And I'm just like, mm. I mean, maybe that obviously that's his character. What would that be? 
might or psychopathic or narcissistic or something. Sociopathic, I think. Yeah, they, yeah. Sure. But I, I forget that. That's clearly not my. It's study. called the United States government wiping out the Native Americans. I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of parallels and stuff, but just, and obviously it's his character, but it's just like no sympathy at all. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But I think I could, I guess if I'm playing devil's advocate, it's like, he's not outright killing them. He's like, well, I'm not, I'm not like putting a gun to their heads and pulling the trigger. I'm just letting them die because I'm taking away their power sources. Well, and right. honestly, like no one had ever done that, so he didn't know that that it would actually kill the yeah, people and, and destroy the, the island. Apparently, the crystals were still working, even though uh, Kita and the crystal left, so yeah. they're fine. Uh, but it did stop the water flow, so I think they would eventually start. Yeah, but they would, didn't yeah. know that. That would stop the water flow. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it is super heartless, Daryl. And just to see someone like that, at, at least at first, you're like kind of liking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, he was a, they are. I mean, he was the strict soldier captain, like just the guy in charge, and that's one thing. But to be like, yeah, I really don't care about any of you. And then he mm-hmm. chucks his right hand woman off the ship because he's just like, eh, more for me. Yeah, that, that seemed like real. That I think that really, um, I think that's almost the push you need to want to, to see, want to see him die. Before that, I feel like you just maybe want to see him captured, but they probably don't yeah. want to go through that, so it's easier to write he died and by yeah. becoming some crystal guy. Um, but you need, yeah, that was weird. You I needed need a little extra push in the fact that he's yeah. like. You stood by me the no whole one. time and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you're exactly. willing to take this thing with me still when everybody else ditched me. Yeah, Later. Exactly, exactly. I hope that that character... Um, Audrey? I thought her name was Helga. Helga. Yes, you're right. Okay. Audrey is the, the mechanic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I hope that uh, Harrison Ford caught her hand and could bring her back up. Oh, that's Elsa. Oh, my bad. <laughs> He, and he needs to let Elsa go. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what what do you wish was let go of this film? Helga, when we first see her. <laughs> no, 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 not her. Oh, okay. But when we are first introduced to her, Helga's character, uh-huh. this... It's in a dark room, and she's like this blonde femme fatale, fatale, and this this jazz music comes in like it's an old noir film, Mm -hmm. and and the jazz music is so strikingly against the rest of the the score of the film, it just completely takes it out. It feels cheesy. It's done, and it's not a subtle. If they had done like a light jazz motif over the score the mm-hmm. current score mm-hmm. kind of like hinting at it i yeah. was like okay i could see uh, I, I see what they're getting but it's like in your ear like that we are doing this jazz yeah. music here remember this noir style it completely yeah, takes yeah. you out of the film it's like yeah, what, and i mean if that's where the film was gonna go in that direction then that's fine right but. and it didn't it was just a moment like kind of gag that's not funny and yeah. it's just uh, unnecessary and takes you out. So it's very it striking been... oh, go in ahead, a bad Joe. way. I was going to say, and it was so 
opposite of her character in the rest of the movie. Yeah, that was another thing. I was mm-hmm. expecting her to like, like, oh, this is someone like this, but no, she's a military woman. Yeah, uh-huh. she's a military yeah. type. And like that opening scene, I was getting what what is it? Like Jessica Rabbit, whatever, just Yeah, but like that, that, yeah. that like style like Because she has a theme that's jazz. They right, do that right. on purpose. The, the, the jazz, yeah. the super slinky tight dress yep. and mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like the way they had her I'll I'll say manhandling Milo at the beginning, just like yeah. super it just I definitely can agree with that. Paul. Uh, so I, I'm going to push back a little bit, guys, because I feel like Don't I got more hard. like spy vibes, which you probably have some military training okay, and sure. yeah. hell. So that's so I feel like it's not a complete uh, uh, dichotomy. Or a it's not dichotomy, a complete, but it's also I agree with Daryl. It's, it's it's not a like I, I I agree with both of you. She does have that spy <laughs> vibe. Yeah, but I but also it's very different from the rest of the film like her yeah. character oh, i oh, agree yeah. with you there yes 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 um also just a little uh, a little add-on note i wonder if it would have worked better for you paul if like when milo's going home he passes by a jazz club and so you hear the jazz loud and then it's just more subtle as he gets into his apartment like he's next to a jazz fine. club if you want to make then, it make sense like that that's fine but yeah. i was no it yeah. doesn't i'm just saying i think i wonder if that would have helped you yeah. Uh, buy it more maybe instead of well this is out of place exactly um, very out of place yeah so for me uh okay so the i'm gonna just the i'm gonna just give you a bonus one because these are both sort of slight these are like ones that just don't make sense this i'm putting this in the category of like this doesn't make sense okay uh so that's and my here just, are two examples that dislike. doesn't make exactly. sense exactly okay Okay, where is Atlantis's light source coming from? The oh. crystal is buried, we find out. So where are they getting light? And why is it bright as the sun? Right? That's fair. <laughs> I, I didn't even think of it, but yeah, no, that's fair. And all the water just flows from the top mountain. From where? I mean, right. I'll, I'll give you and magic why doesn't it from run the out? crystals from that. But yeah, well, like I said, I, I'll give you magic from the crystals for that. But there should be no light. So... It's, yeah, that part's, I'm like, what? So that didn't make sense to me. Also, it didn't make at all sense to me. Why? And I understand you have to, you would have to establish another character for this. I don't care. Do it. Because it doesn't make sense to me why the me. king would entrust Milo with the crystal to go find his daughter instead of like another Atlantean, maybe a warrior or someone else that's like he, a trusted like uh, person that he has been with for a long time. No, this stranger. Oh, yeah, you go save my daughter. Well, where does this come from or have three seconds of where the king sees milo take the crystal and start the engine so like oh, oh this guy can use the crystal yeah yeah sure 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 uh, what it, were you gonna say daryl i i thought he trusted him just because like when he first came in uh-huh like you he could tell milo was there for lack of a better terms for the right reasons he could see like his enthusiasm. He really, he, he loved the culture. He loved Atlantis. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to trust you. Cause I know you want to save my people and hmm. you're in the room right now. So it's like, I trust you with it. 
You yeah, care the king about... has no guards, no second person, right, no, right. no, no third person not. if yeah. his daughter is gone to say, yes. hey, so, I yeah, trust the about... kingdom to you. Yeah, I, I was getting my daughter clear. You clearly care about my daughter. You care about my people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go save them both. You're here right now. Yeah, apparently there's right. only 30 people on the island, and you're the closest <laughs> one by far. So yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That, that's I, about I the only guess thing. I guess I'll take that. But yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it would have been more that it would have been more kingly, more right. responsible of a king to entrust it to someone that he knows rather right. than uh outsider. Especially yeah. since he is so against outsiders to begin with. But yeah. right. agree. Um but now it it's time to sense. get into the things that are way outside the bounds of what Wait. would have made for a good movie, are in our opinion, our tragic makers. Uh I'm gonna go last. Let's start with uh, let's start with Daryl. Uh, to me, the thing that kind of was most unbelievable, I'll say for me, mm-hmm. was actually at the end where uh, I'll say the crew had these planes that could be like shot right? off the back of a truck. I'm like, I get the Atlantean ships, I get the <laughs> yeah. trucks, I get everything yeah. else. One, where did these planes come from? Because you never saw them in the caravan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to be launching these single man planes like a slingshot off the back of a truck, I'm just like, uh, no. I'm sorry, uh, no. There, there, there's a level, I, I understand there's a level of disbelief in some things. Yes. But that was, yeah. Those planes to me was just like, no, that's that's too much. Just Yeah, like, totally. Uh, you need a sky battle, fine, I get it. But like, I didn't. I thought those planes to be able to do that. I'm just like, eh, no, no, that's a little too much disbelief. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would have been cooler, I guess, if. Never mind. I was going to do a Francisco Travis fan fiction, but I have one of those lined up. So I'm not going to okay. do another yeah. one right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I totally agree with you, uh, Daryl. Paul, did, I'm, I'm just curious. Whether or not that was your treasure maker as well, did that take you out or did you believe that? that oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Mm. Suspension of disbelief. I I can, for me, I can, I can say, okay, I don't know where the source of light is coming from, but I'll uh-huh. suspend. I can right. suspend. Sure. The, the planes, I can suspend my, that, that's fine. Okay. okay. The, these giant, I mean, giant building-sized robotic, <laughs> you know, creatures come. I can suspend. That's fine. It, it, even these taller statues, fine. I it, it, you, that you make bridges out of by blowing up. Fine. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. You, these Atlanteans who've never been to the surface can speak thirty languages. Uh, fine. You know, I believe that. Sure. Even that, Why okay. not? All right. Yeah, sure. All right. But the fact that they can't read their own language, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> passing down to their kids how yeah. to read. Is and and all their problems of this movie, and the way they set it up would be solved if they learned how to read how their to read. own language. Yeah. They can do all these things, but they can't read their own language, even though they're the master of languages that have evolved over th- thousands of years. Like English yeah. is not English. It's not even been there, let alone French. Yeah. So, yeah. but they can speak it, but they can't read Atlantean. It's just too far for me. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. Uh, we can well, read and I, write everything but our own language. Yeah. 
I guess I, the only pushback I'll give to that is that I think there is an element of, especially like in oral cultures, that was something where I don't know about lots of languages, but you could retain a lot of information just through the oral tradition um, as opposed Here's to. Here's an oral heavy. tradition. Put the crystal in the in the motorcycle, turn right, it, put your right, hand right. on it yeah, and turn yeah. it. Try. You know what? That's a good point. If they want to go down this route of we keep our, 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 our things alive through oral traditions as we can't read, then there needs to be a lot more like carrying on in that. And they don't yeah. do that. So never mind. Never mind. Good point, Paul. It doesn't. So, yeah. A bridge too far. People need yeah. to learn how to read. That's hear that kids learn how to read. There you go. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, not quite time for the moment of truth, but here's oh. my tragic maker. Oh, here we go. <sighs> okay. I hate, hate that. Oh. <laughs> oh, I mean, that goes without saying, but that this ensemble cast of a sort of uh, characters that come around Milo, you got the Dr. Sweets, you got uh, the mole guy, you got the explosives guy, you got the mechanic girl, you even have Helga and Rourke, all, all of them, the, the whole main crew, not all the like the the, the soldier guys, gas masks that we don't know who yeah. they are. And I'm not talking about those guys, but the main, the named crew uh, the that are going yeah. on these missions. I hate. That their whole stories were all told, none of it shown, and I didn't. And they're trying to create, even with Milo, they're trying to create all this, all this emotion for them. Like uh, they're uh, they're explaining their backstories, but I have no investment in them as mm -hmm. characters. There's, and I'm thinking to movies that like, like okay, Milo is like you could say is the type of Indiana Jones character. So I thought back, okay, and in the Indiana Jones movies, how do they set up Indiana Jones in a way that they don't. because this this movie has lots of trappings of things I would like that like the the people come together, each of them has a certain specialty that's cool, yeah. and they're all gonna come together yeah. for this mission. I like that. So, but I'm like bored out of my gourd watching the first like thirty minutes of this movie, and so I'm like, so what is the difference? And I reflect. Okay, Indiana Jones, you got Rares the Lost Ark. He's in jungle, danger, oh, all these traps. Okay, is he going to survive? Oh my gosh. And then Temple of Doom, that starts off a little rockier. But then you get like, oh, he's poisoned. Oh crap, I was going to have this. Uh, uh, Last Crusade, oh, he's trying to save this, he's trying to get this cross, get away from the bad guys. Let's see if he can do it. I mean, there's this almost in very quick adventure component of like, not only is he saving a cat in a way, uh, but he's also trying to uh, get away from danger, which is very like grips me. So this just didn't grip you soon enough to pull you in. Well, yeah, like Milo starts with you. You get the Atlantis is destroyed. Yeah. Okay, that was cool. That was like, oh my gosh, that's the that's tragic. So that helps stuff. you build. Um, that's um, world building. That's world right, building. and and it makes you care about the characters once you meet them, like uh, Kida. Kida, uh, yeah, which yeah. is like way far into the movie. Sure, but Milo, we start with this like, and he's just talking to fake guys, and yeah, yeah it's emotional because he wants to be like his grandpa. Great. Right. Then we and finally loner, get to and nobody to, and and people pick on him. They won't give him the meeting, even though he has some. Yeah, yeah. You know. And so, but there's no like him saving the cat moment. I mean, that would have been nice if there's something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the crew, and they're talking about the the girl. Her dad wanted her to 
or to be a boy, but she's still being an engineer and her sister's boxer. Uh, the, the guy wants a flower shop. All these things. They're just telling us these things. And even when they initially introduce them, they're like, this guy does this. This guy does this. This guy does this. I'm thinking, okay, what movies do this much better? I'm thinking Ocean's Eleven, where you yes. actually see these characters in their element doing yes. their thing. Instead of telling me what they do, you show, yes. and you could, there's the perfect set for this. Just show these characters, like yeah. after, maybe even after that first, uh, the Atlantean explosion. The, the so, well, where he lays this, out the folders, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When he, when, when, when the, the, uh, sorry, Preston Whitmore, yeah. the backer. Yeah. And he's like, here's your, here's this rag, here's this team, like the best of yeah. the best. So yeah. I'm like, that I don't care off. about this team because I don't know about them. Yeah. Like, so here's what you do when, when you, bef- as you lay that out, they went on this mission to get this book. And then we go to a whole sequence. This is, for instance, fabulous fan fiction. It's fabulous, by the way. You go to this whole sequence where you're actually seeing these characters do their jobs to get that book, that, that, uh, the shepherd's book or shepherd's crook Shepherd book thing. Journal. Shepherd's Journal, yeah. So they, because they had to go to Iceland to get it, they apparently got it, and that's how they go on this Atlantean mission. I, I don't think it has to be long. You could do like that in five minutes. This this whole like less than the, that. You can do it that. five seconds and, per character, and it's, and, yeah. and each character could have a little bit of like, oh, this is how this person is good. This is right. this is the relationship that like Moliere and the demolition guy have, and you set that right. up. Oh, sweets and and whoever. I mean. You, you could do so much storytelling just visually with all of and have stakes for these characters. Oh, what's going to happen? I don't, (laughs) I don't know if these characters survive to get this book. I know they get the book, but I I feel like that would have been so much more dynamic, so much more interesting. I don't know how to set up Milo to be more interesting. Um, I did. I couldn't really imagine what you could do there. Uh, But I think there's, I'm sure you could have done it. I'm sure you could have done storytellers have done it in time and memoriam. So that's my tragedy maker that they bored me to death with telling me about these characters instead of showing me what they could do. I have a bonus question for you. Okay. In watching the behind the scenes, um, yeah, this the Disney. I didn't watch the behind the scenes. There's your answer. No, I'm I, yeah, and I, <laughs> I assume most of the listeners haven't either. So I'm building okay. this up. Um, they had done fairy tale uh, movies. Um, and they they were saying, well, you know, we have Disneyland, and basically, they're lately all their movies that belong in in Fantasyland, but they also oh. have this land called Adventureland. Yes, like let's like a move. They've done in the past. Walt Disney did action adventure movies like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea yeah, and yeah, Swiss yeah. Family Robinson uh-huh. and and such. So let's make an animated adventure movie mm-hmm, next. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So they're like, okay, what adventure movies do we like? Well, we like those. We like Indiana Jones mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So let's yeah. make a movie like that. Yes. But to me, this movie, it does have action adventure, but it doesn't live up to like Raiders, for example. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm curious, and I don't know what it is, and it escapes me, but maybe you know why. What is missing from this film that would I, make this on par of like, hey, when people list off action-adventure movies, they don't list this off. What is missing? Because it has a lot of explosions. It has some chase scenes. So I think, well, Gerald, you have an answer. I have a thought, but Gerald, you have uh, any sense of what could help with that? I don't know. I think... Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard, I guess. I mean, there was no real defined, like you kind of knew that 
the crew was going had an idea they were looking for this power source mm-hmm. and milo just wanted to find it for scientific reasons but i guess the stakes i'll say the mm-hmm. high stakes came in too late yes mm-hmm. yeah 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 so I, I, I would agree with that that assessment for sure so yeah. like if, if like maybe we got a taste of uh what is it rollins i can never remember his name Rourke? captain Rourke. Rourke, yeah. <laughs> if we got if we got a maverick a, a little uh behind the scenes for lack of a better term uh-huh. of his true character or personality a mm-hmm. little sooner so that we're like oh when is he going to double cross or yeah oh yeah that'd like, be interesting get, yeah like give us like don't don't drop it for milo or anything like that where mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. but just give us a little sneak peek of uh that's interesting because indiana jones always knew the nazis were bad <laughs> Interesting. So just like maybe give us an idea of maybe he's not completely on the up and up or mm-hmm. like maybe. Yeah. So actually here's an idea for like uh-huh. one of your fan fictions is like Milo talks about how he thinks a page is missing. Yes. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. there's like a little scene where he's talking to Helga and he mm-hmm. has the page on the table. Oh yeah, just or just that's yeah. You're, it doesn't give a lot of focus, but oh, that you could like go back rewatching and see. Oh, that's yeah. uh, he, he was going to back some because he has the page. Oh, that's that would like be that. interesting. Yeah. Little Easter eggs that if you go yes. on the rewatch, that right. it's yeah. there. Yeah. So I think it may be something like that. Just kind of mm-hmm. make it a little more high stakes a little sooner. Because yeah. it was like over half or two thirds of the way through the movie mm-hmm. before there was any high stakes. Yes, you had like I'll call it the Kraken, or there was more of a yeah. crab. Like you had like scenes, mm-hmm. scenes of high stakes, scenes but not of high like stakes. a through line of it. Yeah, right. So maybe something like that. To- yeah. Uh- I, I I think those are great suggestions, Daryl. Um, some things that I would suggest, I guess, is I think this is almost like an adventure movie that becomes a heist movie that becomes a rescue movie. It's like it's trying to oh, do too many things at once. Okay. Like yeah. with a heist movie, you want an ensemble because you need lots of people to do the job. With yeah. an adventure movie, you just need one or two, like one main person and maybe one or two sidekicks to like – then try to get your fortune and glory. You don't need a bunch of people. Uh, like okay. You need a main character, a love interest, a sidekick. You're good. And then danger. You just do that. And Hold then on to rescue, your potatoes. A rescue movie, I think what you could do is uh, you could have, yeah, you, you sort of have a sense of like Daryl was saying, Rourke is the bad guy. So there's this like, when is he going to turn bad? Also, I, I mean, they could easily run in like uh, Milo finds in the shepherd's uh, journal that some says that by this year Atlantis will be destroyed. Like and so it's like and he computes it. Wait, that's that's in like a month or something. We got to go. Oh, so a ticking and so there's clock. a ticking clock. Yeah, yeah. to to we got final lands. We got to save it or else it's gonna be destroyed. And then okay. what 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 turns out to happen is that they bring on the destruction because it's like a prophecy and uh-huh. it's they fulfill their destiny. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. I think that I mean that's a little 
tropey or yeah trite, but i think it'd still be yeah. more interesting than what they ended up doing okay so so yeah, that's those how are all good answers how, for you, Paul? Is, oh, you said you didn't the, really know. Yeah. So. Well, the th- the only thing that I could think of is that um, Indiana Jones, the first one, and the first Star Wars, A New Hope, mm-hmm. seems to be um, like little. And and George Lucas did this on purpose with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's it's mm-hmm. like serials. It's like little chapters. Yeah. And yeah. each one has like its own little little uh like a cliffhanger climax yes yeah yeah and but it gets bigger and bigger along the way and there's one main goal so i think it's missing those but i I was about to say but it's it's hard with this i mean this does feel serialized in some ways because Mm -hmm. there's like oh the cave exploration but it doesn't the momentum doesn't build like you said like it it gets big at the end rather than yeah it, like, it, yeah. there's something missing in the building of it maybe yes. i don't know but i think yeah. if we combine all ours together yes that would be epic <laughs> exactly yeah we'll cross at last the retro uh the retro empire that's what we call yes <laughs> anyway and, guys now that we've entered our trajectories into the firing computer alice you have a firing solution for us firing solution complete rating salvo at the ready on your mark all right, guys, All time right. for the moment of truth. Do we raise Ready Atlantis? for my salvo authority. <laughs> Atlantis, The Lost Empire, a classic. We'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, if you enjoyed it as a kid or young adult, it's, it'd be worth to rewatch again. It'll be enjoyable for you. But if you've never seen it before, skip this one. Or do we rate it a tragic? It's worth no one's time today. If you have fond memories, memories of this movie... Don't sully them with a rewatch. And if you've never seen it before, just keep it that way. So we'll start with our guest, Daryl. What is your final reign for Atlantis the Lost Empire? You had predicted nostalgic. Where did it end up for you? Um it's kind of hard to s- it's kind of hard because I could see imagine me sitting down with my niece who just turned seven mm-hmm. and watching it with her. I yeah. think she, maybe I don't know if she could sit through all of it. Mm-hmm. Like right now, because she's seven. <laughs> yeah, my son has a hard time staying through long movies. It's just so, he just can't do it. I actually really enjoyed the rewatch, so it's just oh, like, nice. So I, I'd say like a low end classic. Like it's not like <laughs> oh you gotta see it, but yeah. I enjoyed awesome. it. So like very cool. So, Yay. Okay. So I think I, I, I was actually moved it up from nice. Yes, yes, yes. Where it was. So, so Paul, you had also uh, predicted nostalgic. Did it move up for you, like Daryl, or down, or say the same? Yeah, and I just flung a lot of poo at this movie in the last <laughs> few minutes. Um, but despite that. I still think it's a it's a fun adventure movie that I would recommend anybody. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. So it's a mm-hmm. classic for me. Again, classic I agree you. with Daryl. It's on the low end. You don't yeah. have to run out and see it like right now. What are you doing? You got to see this. Yeah. It's not a got to see. But yeah. I, I definitely recommend it to every anybody. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, a lot for of me, people, guys. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, for me, I had predicted tragic. Yeah. And I gotta say, watching this movie again, I'm sticking with trash. 
I and it's not like the lowest of low tragic or anything, but I have no interest to see this movie again. Yeah. I feel like the just the movie we talked about, the potential. There's so much potential <laughs> in this movie that's hard for me. It, it hurts. It hurts to watch it. That yeah. it could have been. I think it could have been this really great adventure movie. Yeah. That's, and so I, I'd so, be curious. Oh, go ahead. The, we can't have fabulous fic, fan fiction about movies because it just ruins it. I mean, we did that with Bill and Ted 3. <laughs> we did that with... What else did we do that with the uh, the Ready Player One? <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. This is one of those movies that mm-hmm. a lot of people are say are, is one underrated yeah. overall. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the other thing is, is this is one of those ones that they'd love for Disney to redo as a live action. And they could yeah. make these. Tweet. I think this would be interesting as a live action if they implement all our ideas. Right. <laughs> like if they made some tweaks, I think this yeah. one could be like really cool live yeah, action. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, let's do a quick cast. A quick casting. Uh, who would you guys, we'll just do like three of the characters. So who would you. Uh, who would you uh, cast as Milo in this? So as of today, yeah, and that's I, hard to say because I don't know a lot of like current characters. I'm thinking yeah. maybe Tom Holland. He's like yeah, that's exactly, exactly, exactly who came to mind for me, but I feel like he's a little young. <laughs> no, he's not. You know what's weird? In the behind the scenes, they were saying that um, Audrey, the mechanic, was uh-huh. and she's a teenager, was a, around the same age as Milo was supposed to be. Like oh, really? he's oh, really, yeah. Come and on. I was like, whoa, I did not get that at all. Yeah, but okay, yeah. no, I got that no. she's supposed to be really young, but okay, yeah. But she's supposed to be a teenager, and he's supposed to be close in age. So what is that? Okay. I don't, I didn't I, get that. But anyway, yeah. yeah, Tom Holland came to my mind, but he's not like skinny enough. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fair. But um, uh, yeah, but he's the one that fits the bill. And, and I was about to say, unfortunately, Tom Holland, I think it's doing a great job as what he's oh, doing. He so yeah, that's maybe, why I would cast him. It's funny. Maybe, we all oh. had the same actor yeah. pop into our head though. Yes. Uh, maybe Daniel Radcliffe, I no. guess could. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Okay. So that's Milo. Uh, who, how about uh, Kita? Who, who do you think would be a good Kita? Um, uh, I'm gonna blank on her actual name, but she was in Star Trek and then Avatar. Oh, and in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes. oh, Zoe Saldana. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She would be good. Yeah, I, I mean, think she's she, a little old. Yeah. To yeah. Play At against, this point, but to play against our Tom Holland, I agree. But I think she like just de-age her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, Plus, I, I, I mean, she's supposed to be like a thousand or something years old anyway. 80, so. Yeah, true, like yeah. eighty-eight hundred or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think I could see her in that role. Yeah, yeah okay, she'd be good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, and how about Rourke? Who would play the the bad Rourke? Yeah, Ashley says Zendaya, and I thought about that with Tom Holland. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a little too. Uh, who who is that? I don't Zendaya. Think I um, yeah. She's the she's the she's MJ in the Spider Man movies with Tom Holland, the the girl. Oh, I, haven't, and I haven't seen him. <laughs> she plays in Dune. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen um, that either. And she's dating Tom Holland in real life. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... So who'd you, who'd you, I'm sorry, did you say a third character? Yeah, Rourke, the main bad guy. You know who I James Gardner in real life would have been cool. <laughs> I think he's dead now, though. Didn't he oh, I, I thought we were doing all past. Okay. No, right. no, no, I don't know who I, I think we were to do it currently. 
yeah, might yeah. be able to pull it off would be like uh, the Rock. Oh wait, oh the Rock. That'd be interesting. Interesting. Playing I thought an old a little bit, but yeah, I can see that. I, yeah, I'd hate to see Harrison Ford be the bad guy, but he he's old enough oh, to. Oh, that would yeah. be interesting. I would yeah. like that. Um, Dale also for I think this is great. For Milo, uh, oh, Zolo Marduena from uh, Cobra Kai, who plays Miguel. I think that'd be an, a good oh, Milo, too. Okay, yeah. I was thinking he might be a little short. I don't really have a great sense of how tall he is. He's probably yeah. taller than me. I'm, I'm so I, I have no, I can't talk. But I, I'm seeing Dale's Tommy Lee Jones. That's actually, I could see that. Oh, yeah. For for your Rourke, yeah, Rourke, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Those are good suggestions, Dale. Um. Yeah, I, th- I like Harrison Ford though. I, I think that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Get those fireflies out. Cookie, butter my biscuits. <laughs> 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 Get the bibs out, Cookie. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> no, I thought that fire scene was actually one of the funny moments with Rourke where he's just like, I'm gonna kick Milo's butt. Oh crap! The place is on fire right now. Yes, yes, exactly. Are you rated for this type of vehicles, Milo? Can you drive a truck? Okay, enough with my bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, uh, well, according to the rest of the podcast, <laughs> where are we again? Fine rain. We rate yeah. uh, Atlantis: The Lost Empire, a disputed classic movie. Recommend anyone go see this, whether or not you've seen it before. But now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Ah, feels good to be back. Are you okay? Oh, you're stretching. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ah, maybe you ah, hurt your back. <laughs> feels good to be back. When have you been able to get back to 2001 to begin with? Or travel Hold back to on. 2001. Oh, what? Paul's got a flash Who's of that actor that plays in the Bates TV show? Sorry. Vince Vaughn? No, I don't know. No, that no. Hotel Bates or whatever. Yeah, what Norman Bates. He plays... Anyway, he might be too old, but I thought he'd be a good Milo. He might oh, be okay. too old. Freddie Highmore. Anyway. Google I him. don't know. But anyway. Sorry, Freddie. We're talking about you in 20XX. Anyway, yes. moving on. Moving on, uh, we wouldn't have been able to get back to 2001 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, Chris Cowan, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, James Caniston, Drew of the Cellcash, Ashley, Cr- Ashley Ruiz, Patrick <laughs> Dusen, Kenneth, and Redeem Dotaku, That's Our Babo, Josh Adams, Dee Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, The Dabberan Reviews, Tony from the Retro Days, Mr. Lost, Daryl Hafner. Oh, he's right here. Rosie, (laughs) in addition to seven other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you would want to help us keep flying for as low as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're thinking people, we want to give a big adventurous hug to Daryl Hafner for supporting us with his thoughts about Atlantis, the lost empire tonight. Daryl, where can people find you online? Or is there anything cool you got going on? Uh, online. You can just find me on Facebook. Um, I don't have anything particular going myself right now. The theater's doing a few things. Actually, they've got a lot going on in October. 
They oh, got cool. a show. They got. Uh, they're gonna do like a masquerade dance, and then they're gonna turn the theater into like a haunted maze type thing. Is it so, Phantom of the Opera masquerade? Uh, no, they actually dun, 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 did. Dun, we dun, did Phantom of the Opera last masquerade. year. Oh, no, okay. Uh, they didn't do a dance; just they did the play mm-hmm. last year. But uh, no, I think it's gonna be more the play they're doing is called uh the island of dr monroe and apparently oh yeah monroe or is it different like is a riff on it is it monroe no it it, it's based off the old movie it's an original it's it's an original script like somebody in our theater wrote it val kilmer wrote it no his name is brian spain but uh val kilmer was in the island of dr monroe that's why okay but uh i've not actually seen it so i have no idea you're not but, missing much. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be themed more like that. Oh, I don't, cool. I don't okay. Know for sure. But um, no, me personally, I'm not in anything right now. So that's good. That I don't have anything. In trouble. Particular. <laughs> now, the next round of auditions will be in uh, November. So mm-hmm. I might audition for something in the January, February, March april block awesome so cool very very cool there well thank you again so much for coming back to the show and discussing atlantis with us i think you yeah thank you so much paul for being awesome friend awesome atlantean oh wait i'm not supposed to say that uh and thank you rewinders new and old for another fun voyage you're welcome and you can find me pauljpowers.com at pauljpowers.com Dot com. Oh, okay. And you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there at RetroRealOnPodcast.com slash Discord. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created a new in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. And as Nathan just said, we are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. And with that, Captain, we are in final approach to base where hopefully they have not taken our power crystal. I, I hope not, EXO. Uh, but thank you, and thank you all for listening. And we pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all for Ghostbusters too. Da na 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 na. Our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Can we go home now? Uh, not quite, because there was a young girl on, on that ship that's a mechanic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's something very familiar about all this. Oh! Ship like this, be with you to the day you die. Retro! Because it's a death trap. The part of Rewind. Pretty cunning, don't you think? They were robbed of time, young indeed, made them poor, burnt out on dullness, what was it all for?
Firefly now, what reviews will they find? The hero of time, retro of rewind. We gotta go to the crappy town where I'm a hero. Yes, it is now another episode in our installment of covering Firefly as we drink to our Christmas episode covering the movie Serenity. What episode are we covering this time, Paul? This time we're reviewing episode number 10 titled War Stories. It at first debuted December 6, 2002, almost 20 years ago exactly. Wow, very cool. So do you want to try to give us a one-sentence synopsis of that episode, Captain? Yes. Uh, Wash and Mal are uh, captured when they're trying to take medical supplies to sell. They're captured by Niska, who was from the semi-pilot episode of Train Job. They're captured, tortured, and uh, the crew has to get them back. I love my captain. That's nice, Kaylee. But yeah, let's go around, guys. Say one thing we really liked about this episode of War Stories. Let's start with, I'm going to start with Paul this time. Okay. The torture scene of Mal and Wash while they're being tortured. Oh, yeah. As horrific as that torture is, Mm -hmm. it still got me to laugh. And that's hard to do. So I thought that was really well done, that scene. Yes. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like, oh, this is just pretend i mean it really seems like they're they're yeah, hurting they, they yeah. sold that scene from yeah. every angle so that that was really yes. well done yeah awesome so that scene uh Darryl, what did you really enjoy about this episode um for me i will admit i watched the first time i was on this we ep- reviewed like episode five mm-hmm. and i like was able to binge all up to five Okay, nice. And I just, I hadn't been able to do, I hadn't watched it since. Okay, that's fine. And I didn't have time, so I jumped to 10. So Uh I don't know the crew's camaraderie in the last four episodes, but I Mm -hmm. love the fact that they all came together. Yeah. Like, we're all, especially, like, the second half where they're all, like, we're all going to save yes. these two. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's one of the things I liked about this as well. And by the way, you don't have to see all the other episodes to watch this one because the no, Fox don't. executive networks felt the same way. They mixed them all up and put them in any order. Right. Yeah, so I just but wasn't sure if they had developed some like closeness really, in the other episodes. So I was, not, I feel, it was just new to me, but yeah. I really sensed the crew's like camaraderie and like yeah. uh-huh. we're all in this together a lot in this episode so gotcha i so um were you watching on dvd hafner or did you watch it somewhere else hulu okay so i watched i watched on tubi which is essentially the same as hulu for as, as far as firefly is concerned and they gave sort of a like a recap that I thought. Oh, did, did they? Yeah, my, my DVDs didn't give a recap. <laughs> what? Why wouldn't they do that? What's wrong with them? Yeah. You know, so this gave her a good recap that I think hit on all the major points. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think you really missed too much. You didn't but, miss anything. But th- for me, this was the most action, like as far yeah, as like yeah, shoot them yeah. up and come yes. together. Yeah. And yeah. Bentley agrees. Yes, of course. Well, I'm glad Bentley agrees. Uh, for... So, so what did you like, Gerald? I think you yeah, said the, the, like the camaraderie, just the way they all oh, okay, went in okay. together to rescue uh-huh. the captain, and yes. I'm gonna forget his the character's name, Mal. Wash. A Wash, uh, yeah, the pilot, yeah, yeah. So just the way they're all like 
we're we're going in together because mm-hmm. we know the captain would do it for us. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. So. Yeah, for me, I I loved. Uh, there's there's a lot that I really liked about. I mean, I think both of you touched on really great points. I think I I like how I, I like seeing Wash's and Zoe's marriage. I think yeah. there. Are, I mean, because there are times. Uh, where there is hardship and there's frustration, there's uh, there's there's squabbles. So I, I'm glad that they had that, and they also were uh, they found understanding and they were able to resolve the issues they were going through. So that was just nice to see, and I thought it was fun how Mel was like, "Your husband says we need to <laughs> get together," uh, and and that was just really funny. I thought it was uh, fun, but I thought that it was a little too forced. Okay, eh. I think they were. He was. It was trying to be forced. He wasn't just being I, serious. Yeah, but it was a little too much. But anyway, I don't know how a, it could have been done. It was better. a little too rough. I got you. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, what was even too much for you, Paul? So much so that you disliked it. Um, I I like the character of Wash. Uh, yeah. But when when he basically sabotaged the shuttle so that only he oh, could go, yeah, I thought it yeah. was very what I feel is beneath his character. Oh, or yeah, yeah. I was like. You don't need to go that far. Yeah. Try to think of some other clever way to get him there instead of Zoe or something. I just yeah, thought it yeah, was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. How about you, Gerald? What did you not like about this um, episode? I actually really liked this episode, so I kind of oh, had yes. to reach a bit. That's fine. But for me, I kind of wish we saw what happened to... I'll say the this main guy? bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like... Yeah, I couldn't actually kill him or whatever the captain or said. Or show him going end. away in the escape pod. So, like, yeah, that, yeah. that threat is still out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the threat's still out there. Or, like, we captured him and sent him to the proper authorities or something. It's just like, mm-hmm. all right, we rescued the captain. We saw the one guy die. What happened to our main bad guy? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, that would have been nice to have some resolution there. I kind of get having having it sort of open. I think you still it still has this looming danger element to it. Sure. But there there is also almost an aspect of feeling like he was he, killed somehow. Yeah, just, he's just you don't gone. know. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying you get I I have forgotten that you don't know that. Like I yeah. thought he did die in this. Maybe. Um maybe. Anyway, the thing I didn't like about this is this I was Kaylee and a river. Uh, playing at the beginning and yeah. and and stuff, and then at the end, when I I'm 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 no, I don't fault Kaylee for not being able to shoot and just over, being overcome with fear because that's sure. the first time she's in that situation. But then when River is like saves her essentially, and then she doesn't want to like hang out with River anymore. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's the time you lean into that friendship and being like, right. "Hey, I know she's doing this. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but are you okay?" Yeah. Or I mean, just instead of avoiding, and I feel like that's just driving a wedge between you, and then they're that yeah. Could lead and again, to I, that's another thing that I felt was too forced. Yeah, is to yeah, have yeah. that strong of a reaction mm-hmm. towards her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing I didn't like. But uh, would we? Actually, let's go real quick. What character did you gravitate to the most in this episode before we get to whether or not we'd continue watching based on this episode? Uh, Daryl, what character did you like the most or did you feel the most connected to in this episode? Um, I think 
as odd as it sounds, I actually liked Shepard. Yes. The, yes. the way he just stepped up and is like. Kind uh, of fuzzy I, on the subject of kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. It just like cheesy things like that are just like, I need you to hold these grounds. And he's just, he takes those shots and he's like, understood. Like, I yeah, got yeah. That. Yes. So I just thought his character, there was like, I don't, like I said, I've missed four episodes, but I just like yeah. the character development at least in this episode where he's just like i don't like it but this is what needs to be done and let's yeah. do it he's stepping up yeah. oh yeah. yeah exactly all right awesome paul what uh what character did you gravitate to the most gotta go with my man wash what not niska i could have sworn it would have been niska here yeah right <laughs> no i enjoyed finally we get more wash after yes, nine episodes yes. the 10th episode I was like oh wow finally yes, yeah no, i appreciated his um he seemed to like have a new appreciation for his yes. wife and everything now like, that didn't feel forced as far as the didn't. story was concerned no, no, that, no, was that was a nice arc yes, yes yes he's just like this is what you guys deal with okay i get it I don't want to do this again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just, I'll just fly the ship. Uh, for me, the character that I I gravitated to the most, I think was it's a it's almost a toss up between Wash and, and Mal. Um, I probably Mal was I'll, my I'll, second. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably say, uh, and yeah, book was good too. <clears throat> I thought uh, a I, lot I of the characters, this was a good ensemble yeah. episode. Yeah. I, I laughed. I like heartily laughed for a substantial amount of time after that moment where um, uh, uh, I forget who's asking Simon, how do you feel about uh, this first time in a gunfight? How does that make you feel? It's like, ah, man. I mean, yeah, I've never really shot anyone before. And, and oh, yeah. Uh, Book says, Oh, I won't worry about son. I'm pretty sure you haven't shot anyone yet. I'm like, I just like, that was so funny to me. And I burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still don't think you have, man. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I'll, I'll just go. I'll go with just for sake of being different. I'll go with Mal. I, I really appreciate him and how he's. He's able to just keep Wash going and all that. That was really cool. Okay, guys. So based on this episode, would we continue watching Firefly into the future? Or uh, is this uh, – would this be like, no, I'm done. I'm done with this series. Uh, let's start with me. I would definitely keep watching because I love Firefly. And this was a great episode. So, Paul, how about you? Um, this was one of my favorite episodes. Maybe my favorite episode. Oh, really? So I'd continue wow, okay. watching, at least so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really awesome. like the, like you said, the camaraderie. Everybody's yes. in, playing a part. Mm. It had a lot of action in it. Yeah, this was yeah. a good episode. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Daryl, how about you? So, based uh, solely on this one, I'd yeah. say yes. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I reviewed, I pretty sure I said, eh, probably not. Mm -hmm. So, based mm -hmm. on, like, the first four or five episodes whatever it was but if a lot if more of them were like this i would definitely be watching a lot more. yeah oh yeah i agree <laughs> yeah. i wish more of them were like this <laughs> yeah so if you're i, I know I, I forget if you like the last one paul ariel very much yeah. but the next which one, one was ariel where they go to the alliance hospital it's a heist. Oh one. yeah, yeah. But I felt yeah, I did. Yeah, it's it's a heist one, so it's fine. The next episode, trash, is also a heist one. So if oh, you right, like cool. that style, it's yeah. there. You go. 
Um, but okay, guys, well then, awesome. Thank you for your thoughts on Firefly, and we'll continue this, I believe, next episode we're going to be doing now through the end of the year. We're going to be doing uh, each episode having Firefly, Paul. Is that right? Or am I Um, Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, Strap in. Until next time, keep, stay shiny. And good night. Don't let the space bugs fight. <laughs> <laughs>